This is the Kilkenny GAA Hour brought to you by KCLR. Every week, we look ahead to Kilkenny's games in the league and championship. We start by chatting to a revered name in GAA circles before we hear from somebody from the opposing county and we wrap it up by getting the thoughts of our regular contributors on KCLR, such as All-Ireland winners Michael Walsh, Adrian Ronan, Aidan Fogarty and more. You can catch the full hour every Saturday from 4 to 5pm on KCLR Scoreline. This week, ahead of Kilkenny's opening round league match with Wexford that you can hear live on KCLR from quarter to two on Sunday, I caught up with Wexford legend Tom Dempsey who provided his opinion on his county's hopes of improving in 2024 and Kilkenny's chances of going one step further than the previous two years. South East Radio's Liam Sprack gave an understanding of the feeling in Wexford ahead of the beginning of a new era under Keith Rossiter. And two-time All-Ireland winner Adrian Ronan previewed Sunday's game and shared his thoughts on what lies ahead for Derek Ling's Cats this year. As we look ahead to the opening round of the Allianz National Hurling League this Sunday, sees Kilkenny take on Wexford. It's exclusively live on KCLR with throwing at quarter to two. Adrian Ronan and Michael Walsh will be calling all the action. But as we preview that game, I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Wexford hurling legend Tom Dempsey, who of course will be in attendance at UPMC Nolan Park as well. Uh, Tom, an absolute pleasure and an honour to chat with you today. How are you, first of all? Ah, not too bad at all, Robbie. I, I, I think the legend part might be going a little bit too far. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I always laugh some of my friends. I, I, I work with a couple of lads, uh, Richard Hayes and, and John Barron, and they, they always call us the great one-in-a-row team down in Wexford. So uh, le- legendary <laughs> might be putting it a bit too far, but we're in we're in great form. Sure, we have the first bit of silverware on the board, Robbie, for the year. So, uh, albeit it's maybe not the most important cup, but it was nice to get a win yesterday as well. Well, 96 was a phenomenal achievement, and we might touch on that a little bit later, if that's okay, Tom. But just on that victory, I suppose, to get straight into it from a Wexford point of view before we talk about Kilkenny, um, the Walsh Cup couldn't have gone any better for Wexford, obviously defeating Carlow quite comfortably down in Chadwick's Wexford Park, then going on to beat Kilkenny up in Callan, and obviously, as you said, on Sunday, actually winning the whole thing by beating Galway in Netwatch Cullen Park. What's the kind of take with that down in Wexford? Obviously, it's not the biggest competition in the world, but a really good start to Keith Roster's reign. It is, you know, and I think it's important that there's a positivity there, uh, Robbie, at the start, because, look, we're not we're no fools in Wexford. We know that the Walsh Cup, it's a preparatory competition for the National League, which is going to be very, very important this year, given the relegation situation. I'm not, not saying that we're not going in to win it, but uh, there is a relegation side of it that's going to be very, very serious for maybe some counties, possibly Wexford. So, really, the Walsh Cup is, is just preparing for that. We do acknowledge that, you know, we would have played Kilkenny. Kilkenny would basically they were trying out guys, maybe a second string team. Galway yesterday the same. kind. And Carlo in fairness were coming back from, they had been on holidays I think a week beforehand. So, you know, teams were just getting back into it. But really we can only do what you do yourself and uh, there was a, a big part of Wexford's preparation that they would have to bring on some new faces. And they've done that pretty successfully. They've, you know, things have gone pretty well on that. And, you know, you look down through the team, you look at Owen Ryan, you look at you know, young fellas that they've brought in, the likes of Corey Burn Dunbar, Richie Lawler. They're, they're well-known guys, but they're certainly uh, new guys that are uh, coming back onto the team. And they're going to be a big help from that point of view, uh, Robbie. You know, so really, it's gone very, very well. But the Watch Cup is the Watch Cup. I mean, there won't be anybody really looking back to see whether the Watch Cup is uh, is uh, uh, who won us at, at the end of the year when the All Irelands uh, are being given out. But look, we're Wexford are happy enough. All but putting it in perspective, you know, I mean, it's really just it's, it's a little more than practice games and preparatory games but it has gone very well for Wexford You were involved in the highest of highs obviously in 96 winning the All-Ireland Tom last year it was nearly a new low for Wexford Hurling you were obviously in Wexford Park when they defeated Kilkenny to avoid uh, relegation down to the Joe McDonough Cup what do Wexford need to unearth this year what do they need to find within the starting 15 and within the panel to avoid that and to maybe propel themselves to heights that we've seen in the not too distant past in terms of making Leinster finals and actually winning Leinster finals and getting into the latter stages of the All-Ireland series? Yeah, it's a hard question, Robbie, because, uh, you know, we we do appreciate our problems. I, I do believe that last year... Uh, we were in a position that maybe we shouldn't have been in. I mean, we, we lost a 17-point lead to Westmead. Probably, I think we're 20-something wide against Dublin. So I don't think we're at... But we do have to be practical and realise that it's there's a big battle ahead of Wexford Hurling over the next three or four or five years 
if you look, say, compared to Kilkenny and Carlo, like from a club situation, our status has gone down quite a lot. We didn't really perform in the uh, Leinster Club Championship over the last number of years in senior hurling and down through the grades. Where you look at Kilkenny, you know, All-Ireland champions in junior, All-Ireland champions intermediate. And, but for a, a dubious call, I suppose, could be All-Ireland champions in, in senior. So from that point of view, it's not as easy for us to process players or get players coming through. But from the point, I suppose the big thing is, and, and, and it really came through to me over the last couple of weeks, um, every time Lee Chin goes down, we all hold our breath because he's such an important part of our team, really. And, you know, we, we, we keep trying to get Lee to go back to the well. We're Matthew O'Hanlon, Dermot O'Keefe, Lee Moog McGovern. I'm not sure whether Lee Moog uh, will be back to play this year. We've lost guys like Paul Morris, Sean Murphy. So... We, we really do need to kind of uh, come with, with a little bit more new talent. Whether that's in the county or not, that remains to be seen. But we'll only know that from giving these guys runouts next week. But I, I think we do need to unearth three to four new championship starters this year to kind of give us that momentum to keep going, to keep where we should be, to keep our... I, I, I think we're starting out the year this year not with an idea of silverware or with Leinster champions. You know, there is an aspiration to get to a Leinster mm. final, but our big thing this year will be to qualify for the, for the uh, knockout stages of the league. And that will come down to probably two very big games for us um, between Wexford and... We'll have to go up to Antrim, Dublin will be coming to Wexford Park, and we just to separate Kilkenny and Galway, but those two games would be very big games and an aspiration for us would be to survive in the league and uh, stay up and uh, you know which won't be easy and then maybe just qualify for the concluding stages of the All-Ireland Championship that's where we're looking so far so I suppose consolidation is where we're looking for how it's going to be achieved you just keep giving young fellas their try you keep hoping that the older fellas can go back to the well and, and get a, a kind of a structure up the middle and add a few new lads hopefully with a few new lads to throw to the team on, on two sides but I'll be honest with you um, Robbie we will learn an awful lot about ourselves next Sunday more suddenly we'll learn more next Sunday than we did in the whole of the Walsh Cup. I do want to get into that game next Sunday but before that big change in Wexford this year I mentioned them already Keith Rossiter is in obviously a Wexford man now at the helm of the senior team the last two managers Dara Egan and before him Davy Fitzgerald were from outside the county what's the feeling within Wexford Tom to have a Wexford man in situ now was the, is the feeling that it was the right decision to move back to within? I, I think so, Robbie. You know, I, I have to say, you know, you can be very hard on managers that are there. It's, it's a very, like you look at Jorgen Klopp this week, I think he's getting 16 million a year and he's feeling pressure. Mm. These guys, you know, the Darigans, you know, the, the, the key rosters, they're not getting that, anything like that kind of uh, remuneration. So, you know, there's a lot of pressure. And, and I think the one thing, I think David did a, a, a good job a couple of years ago. Liam Dunn did a good job before that. And, you know, Darigan did a good job the first year just things went just a little bit of bad luck maybe and allied to a number of different things last year didn't go well I think the outside manager particularly Davy, when he came in that time it gave a new impetus in Wexford Hurling and a new interest in it and we were very very close to getting to an All-Ireland final 2019 so of course. things weren't bad I think at the moment it's the right time to go back to one of your own and I think you know one of your own allows maybe in clubs you mightn't be given as much forgiveness but I think in Wexford one of our own managing is a plus and uh, I thought even yesterday uh, Robbie I was up in Carlow there's a huge Wexford crowd up there now it's, it's almost like a home game in Carlow for parts of Wexford but I think there is a kind of a feeling they're going to support their own man they will give him a little bit of time and uh, you know there will be a little bit of forgiveness and I think there is a feeling in Wexford over the years we've always been either up in the clouds or down on the ground and I think there is a feeling that we need to be a little bit more balanced and a little bit more um, not losing the run of ourselves either way and just trying to direct ourselves through what could possibly be tough times over the next while so I think Keith he's, he's the right man certainly to do that you touched on it already, but this league for Kilkenny and for Wexford, it's very, very difficult. Waterford, Clare and Cork in there, alongside obviously uh, Kilkenny from a Wexford perspective and Offaly. Uh, you said maybe the aim is, is just simply to stay up, but going forward, heading into the Leinster Championship, which of course will be the priority, will it be really good for Wexford to have that level of opposition and that quality of game behind them? 
yeah, I think that's the important thing, you know, and again, that's maybe the little issue with the Walsh Cup that you can be fooled into thinking that you're going very, very well, but the, the quality maybe of, of what's being put on the field is not as high as you would see in the league or whatever. It's very important, Robbie, for Wexford to stay up, stay at that and, and have our mindset at that high level and that we are able to compete with counties like Kilkenny, counties like Dublin, counties like Galway. And really for the league this year, I mean, we have, we at the moment, we've Kilkenny next week, we have Cork, we have Clare, um, you know, we've teams like that and Waterford as well. So really to stay up this year for us, I mean, we have to beat one of the big teams and that's taken that we'll beat awfully but to be one of the big teams to get a playoff to stay up but to, to really be sure of staying up we'd have to beat two of the big four teams in that group and that is a fairly serious uh, ask for Wexford at the moment we have a number of players away Connor McDonald Liam Ryan guys that may not feature in the early stages of the league so it is a very very big ask and, uh, and I, won't, I won't joke this league is making me a little bit nervous but look it's not a disaster if you're relegated but certainly it's going to be a big ask to stay in the top seven teams in Division 1A next year if we look at it then from a Kilkenny point of view Tom in Kilkenny we tend to have an attitude that can be good and bad that if you don't win in All-Ireland it's a failure of a year but for Derek Ling and his first year in charge what's the view from the outside Has, is it seen as a success is it seen as sort of a block building exercise to propel themselves to new heights how would you view Kilkenny uh, in the new era under Derek Ling so far? Well, I think Derek has done a great job. You know, he, he's, he's, again, you have a Kilkenny man managing the Kilkenny team, which is no great surprise. But Derek is, I, I'm sure he, he, he's a favourite with the players, you know, because he, he's a very genuine guy and his backroom team are very genuine. I think they've been amazingly successful. I mean, if, if I remember properly, were they in a league final last year? Yeah, only beaten by Limerick in a league in all Ireland final. That's right. You know, only one team in the country really beat Kilkenny when it came down to when it mattered and uh, Leinster champions for the last three years I, I kind of smiled myself Robbie Kilkenny have been Leinster champions last three years and they're still saying ah well things are not so good and we need to do this cheapers if we were Leinster champions for the last three years we'd be <laughs> we'd, uh, we'd be celebrating <laughs> we'd be eating out on it so we would you know so mm. I think I think in fairness to Kilkenny that their standards are of the highest level over the last 40 years and really anything less than, than major success. They're a bit like, I, I suppose, the Manchester United uh, or Liverpool of, of football in that their standards are that they want to be winning and anything less seems as, as a failure. But for me, Derek Ling's tenure has been excellent. He's going into this year's championship in a very, very good place. He'll have the Ballyhale lads back. You know, when I look through the, the, the forward line, Owen Cody, TJ, who I always say is probably one of the best, if not the best hurler I've ever seen. You know, he has a lot of back up Adrian Mullen you know Paddy Deegan I, I t- my understanding is the old Auckland Gales lads won't be back next weekend yeah. maybe they will but you know they've had a great Hugh Lawler um, and Mikey Butler you know that like if you look through the Kilkenny they have a fair bit of talent in their ranks and that's come through over the last couple they've been in two All-Ireland finals in a row won two Leinsters in a row they can't do much more other than win it and I know that'll be their ambition but I think Kilkenny are in a good place now to be honest with you yeah, and it, it's it's actually four Leinsters in a row, and it's been an incredibly successful oh, period. Yeah, even one more, we may add it. Uh, but uh, you're, you, you depress me further. <laughs> sorry, Tom. Sorry, but um, yeah. obviously, off the back of that success, we're now hoping to try and win an All Ireland again. From a more objective point of view, with you obviously being outside of Kilkenny, what do Kilkenny need to add to their arsenal? to get them over the line because the last two years they've been close to Limerick but probably just a bit short do they need to look at the starting 15 is there a certain area within that is it more so about expanding the panel what would be your overview of Kilkenny? Well, I'd, I'd say maybe, and Derek is doing it, but a slight expansion of the panel. You are looking, you know, um, young Drennan and, and a few lads like that. You're looking for them to come up and take up the mantle. Uh, is it Billy Drennan, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, yeah. You know, to come and, and, and take the mantle up. They do need a couple more players. There's a, you know, in fairness, the one thing that no team seems to have to match Limerick at the moment when it really comes down to it is that bit of physicality and trust maybe in the last 15-20 minutes where they seem to be able to go into overdrive they just seem to have a professional level of fitness of, of body development that, that's able to bring along with skill or whatever and I suppose Kenny really at the moment all they can really do is try and, and 
get themselves up to that level to be able to challenge in the last 15-20 minutes with Limerick and, and, and maybe uh, take them out that way but I don't think Kilkenny you know there's only so many resources you have as well so you know I think Kilkenny are at their very, very highest level at the moment and they just keep trying to edge further, edge further and maybe see a little bit of slip in Limerick. I mean, I, I honestly believe, uh, Robbie, that if there's to be a slip in Limerick, I think it could happen in Munster. You know, that it's a very competitive province down there and it's the one advantage that Kilkenny have. They have qualified pretty easily as a Leinster, so, you know, over the last couple of years. So I think that the one thing that, if, you know, we could see Limerick getting beaten in Munster, maybe not qualifying somebody like Cork or Clare beaten and putting them in trouble. That's the biggest, the minute they come out of Leinster, if I'm being perfectly honest, or Munster, Robbie, if I'm being perfectly honest, if they get out into Crow Park, into the big fields, not Ireland's heavy final final, I don't think there really is a county that will stop them. But I think that their their definite problems could happen in Munster more so than when they get into the to the to the big to the big sheds up in Crow Park. Yeah, I'd be interested to get your take on both the Leinster and Munster Championship. But before that, this game on Sunday, how do you see it going, Tom? Obviously, uh, you're hoping with your Wexford hat on that Wexford will come out on top. But uh, can Kilkenny kind of end a bit of a hoodoo against Wexford? Haven't been very, very good against them in recent years. Do you think that will continue or can Kilkenny stop that trend? I, I think this Sunday they possibly will stop that trend. Uh, I think the hoodoo is, is a funny one. Kilkenny, you know, it's all right saying, yeah, we have a good record against Kilkenny over the last couple of years, but in, invariably we've had a couple of good results over the last two years with Kilkenny, and uh, then we've had, they've ended up watching Kilkenny play in the All-Ireland final after it, so would you rather be Wexford or Kilkenny? I'd rather be Kilkenny, you know. The, so I, I think, you know, we have to put in perspective our success rate over Kilkenny in the last couple of years. Yes, we do seem to raise our game or whatever. I don't think it'll be too much on Derek Ling's mind, uh, the fact that I think somebody said to me the other day, Derek has yet to win a, a game against Wexford yeah. you know under, under his tenure but I don't think that's really he's only a year in, in place and Kilkenny have been much more successful than Wexford over the last year so Derek is in a, in a very very good place I think this weekend Wexford like yesterday Robbie we had a team out and I, I genuinely I don't think we'll have a huge amount to add to that team from fellas being back next weekend so I think Kilkenny had, and my understanding is they played a, a game against Watford um, yesterday and they had everybody but the um, now I could be wrong on that but they had everybody but the uh, the Lachlan Gales guys yeah. you know they had TJ they had Owen Cody they had uh, you know they, they, they had all these guys back so I think Kilkenny are going to be coming out and saying look we need to put a, a marker down now very very early in the year it's important that we win, win the number of games to propel us into the closing stages of the league and keep us out of trouble in the league. So I think we'll see a very, very, um, a very tough, a very tough and a very focused Kilkenny team next weekend. The one advantage maybe that Wexford will have is Wexford's team have had a bit of game time together so far this year, which Kilkenny haven't. You know, all right, they had a practice match yesterday, but I, I just think that this, this, this will be a Kilkenny team that will be saying, look, let's put this to bed, let's get points on the board, and with forwards like. Cody and John Donnelly and 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 um, TJ Reid and and you know they 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 have a super team so I think it's going to be a very hard ask to go up to Nolan Park and get a result this weekend. And if we move it on to the championship, Tom, before we get on to Munster, uh, the Leinster championship, I suppose, just a basic question, one to six, how do you see it going? Who's going to be in the Leinster final? Who's going to get that third spot to advance to the All Ireland series? And who do you think will be threatened by relegation? Yeah, I I have to say, look, Leinster is much more obvious I suppose I mean we didn't think we'd be threatened by relegation last year but I think that the, the big two I think Galway and Kilkenny will be uh, you know number one and two whatever order that will be I've just a little feeling Galway will be going all guns blazing for a, a Leinster Championship this year I think then there's no doubt that Dublin and Wexford if they play the form should be battling out for that third spot and uh, but there's a, there is a little bit of a caveat there um, one is that Wexford have to go up to Antrim and that's not going to be easy in Corrigan Park you know that's going to be so Wexford although Wexford could go out and beat Kilkenny last year they could have a problem up in, in Corrigan Park with Antrim because the likes of Antrim and Carlo up in Dr Cullen Park they'll have no fears they'll see Wexford as a target game you know so that's where the interesting side comes Dublin for me they've lost a lot of players over the last couple of years I just think that Dublin could be into a bit of a lull so I'm, I'm going to be uh, I suppose maybe hard rule head or head rule hard but a little bit of both I, I think Wexford will be the third team to qualify in Leinster this year um, 
Dublin Cud Throw because we have them in Wexford Park and I think the you know and, and I have huge regard for the Carlow men up there they work on limited resources and we won't be taking them for, for granted but I think when it comes down to the De Antrim or Carlow and I think uh, despite Tom Mullally's tactical news I think Carlow might be the team uh, just to suffer this year in Leinster OK, uh, so that's Leinster. Munster, as you said, Leinster is... Won't be, I, won't, I won't be popular in Carlow. No, you, pro- you probably won't now, Tom, not going to lie. But uh, <laughs> but in, in terms of Munster, then, you said there that Leinster is, is ever so predictable and I think most hurling people would agree with you. Um, Munster, anything but, uh, maybe with the exception of Limerick, uh, how do you see the Munster Championship going this year? Because it always feels like every year for managers and for players and for teams, there's so much on the line when the round robin starts down there. Absolutely, and, and you know, Munster will give out. You know, obviously, I'd be in favour of Leinster. Give out about oh, Munster so competitive. Leinster is not. It's the Munster counties that won't let the Munster hurling championship go, and mm. maybe they're the ones that will fight an open draw. So they'd probably be better at keeping their their powder dry. I mean, to be honest with you, Kerry and Cork down in Munster played. The winners were nearly in an All Ireland final every year in football. They never seem to complain about that, but they're complain. They complain about the Munster championship. Very true. Suits them, and then they, and they don't complain about it then when it doesn't. Mm. You know, and uh, are they, you know, I just sometimes they look at lads. If you want an open draw, fair enough, let it come from Munster, but don't be telling us then we have to hold on to the Munster Championship. And, and I have to say, Munster Championship has saved hurling, but we had a good Leinster Championship last year. But th- to answer your question, I do believe that. Um, Limerick will come out but I, I, I think it's not going to be straightforward for Limerick this year I, I think there's just a couple of aspects they're going for five in a row never been done before you know there, there's going to be a few little uh, lulls and a little you know a little I, I'd say rocky patches for Limerick this year I think they'll still come out I don't think they'll, they may not win Munster and then I think the two teams that will come with them will be Cork Cork really have are a team that haven't delivered yet but I think they have the potential to deliver I do think then the player I think there's one last kick in Clare Kilkenny have been their 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 real problem over the last couple of years but I think Clare are good enough but you know t- that's leaving Tipperary and Watford uh out and there's nothing to say that Tipperary won't like Tip have a huge amount of talent Davy will have a few tricks up his sleeves down there for Waterford but but if you were to get me to say who's going to come out I do believe that the um, uh, the three teams I named Cork uh, Clare and Limerick will come out and of course there's no relegation down there Robbie because you couldn't couldn't dare relegate any of those teams <laughs> Spoken like a true Leinster man I couldn't agree more Tom uh, just just before I let you go and you've been brilliant with your time uh, I mentioned that at the start 96 I suppose a two-fold question and it's a bit of a bittersweet one how special is it to this day everybody remembers it whether you're inside of Wexford or outside of Wexford it was just one of those very unique All-Ireland victories that brings a smile to the face of most people I think especially in Wexford obviously so how special was that but also how kind of hard is it for you to still think that that is the kind of moment that Wexford supporters hang on to that you know we're kind of whatever it is uh, 28 years later and that moment hasn't been replicated and it feels like maybe they haven't got too close to replicating it either yeah look I mean we were only talking about it there the other night and and we were just saying that every maybe 15 years or so we come up with a great chance of winning in All-Ireland I thought 2019 was that year where we were very very close and we don't have the tradition I mean we've six All-Irelands Robbie in, in whatever 100 and whatever years or whatever Look, the bottom line is that we probably, I, I think if you, if, you, if you don't have hope, you have nothing. And Wexford supporters are very optimistic. And every year we're looking at Leinster champions and that. I think it's a little bit different this year that we're saying, look, consolidate now. As long as we're eating at the top table, we're, 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 we're happy. But I think a short answer to what you're saying about Wexford hurling is there's an incredible passion. And our passion and love of hurling down there is not really driven by success because if it was, there'd be no hurling in Wexford. You know, we, we, we never. So it, it's just driven by a love of hurling and I think as long as Wexford are there and as long as we're competitive we'll all keep going and we'll all you know love our hurling and uh, there are counties like that I suppose you know that, that are not going to have the same success as, as others maybe Clare would be another one of them and a few teams but there's still great passion for hurling down there it is disappointing that we haven't got to an All-Ireland final since but uh, you, you just keep you know you keep chipping away and you keep hoping that that's going to change and to be honest with you you'll come back to me next year if we're not in an All-Ireland final and the year after and that hope will still be there and we never give up hope to be honest with you Robbie we're just maybe maybe we're mad but that's the way we look at it we just love Harlan and uh, we love our county teams and uh, 
bottom line is we just keep trudging along Fair play, fair play. Well, we'll leave it at that, Tom, on a, on a bright note uh, for Wexford Hurling and Hurling in general, I have to say. Thanks a million for giving up your time today. I really enjoyed it. And uh, the best wishes to Wexford this year. Hopefully we meet you in the All-Ireland final and maybe then Kilkenny come out on top. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, and, and you know what, Robbie, I, and we're, we're always talking about Kilkenny, we, we do have a huge admiration. I mean, mm. I was brought up on a, on a Wexford-Kilkenny kind of diet of, of life when I was young that I loved it yeah. and you know nothing beats that Munster finals don't beat that for me Wexford Kilkenny, Kenny that's the game and I also just mentioned Carlo as well such an admiration for them you know there's some fantastic players up there Marty Cavanagh lads like that serious serious opera and good luck to them in the uh, in the championship this year we know we get nothing uh, when we get, Brendan is always saying to me but we won't have it soft up there <laughs> we know that when we go to Dr Cullen Park this year as well but they're, 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 they're a little I always think the Carlo Kilkenny and Wexford are a little corner of the world we don't operate out of hate just great rivalry and we've great admiration for each other and, and that's the way it should be It's time to turn our attention fully on to Wexford now ahead of Sunday's game between Kilkenny and Wexford I'm delighted to be joined on the line by legendary commentator with South East Radio Liam Spratt Liam thanks for joining me today how are you? Uh, good Robbie legendary is pushing it a bit but anyway I'll take it I suppose well uh, Tom Dempsey before you yeah, called him legendary so you're certainly on uh, uh, well, equal uh, merits to call Dempsey to call Dempsey legendary is pushing it but <laughs> let you wear with it Robbie fair enough fair enough Liam uh Legendary rivalry, I think it's fair to say, Kilkenny and Wexford, and a friendly rivalry at that. Obviously, it'll be renewed again on Sunday. Um, historically, Kilkenny tend to get the better of Wexford, but in the recent past, it's been the other way around. Wexford have come out on top in a lot of the games uh, recently. Derek Ling yet to actually defeat Wexford in any of the games that uh, he's faced them in. Uh, how do you see this game going on Sunday with all that told? Does the past of the last kind of five, six years come into this, Liam? Um, how are Wexford seeing it ahead of a trip to Nolan Park? Well, I'd say there's a lot of new players around, Robbie, and some of them are, are putting their hands up. And it's quite obvious that Wexford do need some new blood because there's a lot of mileage on some of the senior players, uh, and some of them are injured at the moment. Lee Chin was in vibrant form and has been in vibrant form against Galway. Now, it was a funny Galway team, it wasn't a Galway team that you'd uh, worry too much about if you had to meet but having said that uh, you look at the way your own team performed and I think Wexford will be very happy with the way they performed the first touch looks very good for this time of year they're passing uh, their pressure from their forwards on their backs which is a good sign with the team I always believe if the pressure from the forwards come on the opposition backs I think it's always a good sign and we saw plenty of that on Sunday they won three games uh, the Walsh Cup has been very good for them and probably last on the Walsh Cup meant more to Galway uh, than it did to Kilkenny and I don't think Derry did, lost any sleep uh, about the previous game uh, two weeks ago in Callum uh, because it was a Kilkenny team that he was trying out a lot of fellas as well and he's uh, players from Thomastown and from uh, the, the other champions of Leinster to, to come back in so he, his hand will be strengthened for Wexford, Liam, uh, is there any concern at all that they may have, not that they've peaked already this season, but that they've kind of started at close enough to full throttle and they might burn out come championship time? I don't. I, I don't think. I think with the. With, with, I, I think today in the modern game with the with the way so many background people now that, you know, the condition of the body and how they prepare themselves. I, I don't see any danger with that at all. We've a completely new full back line out. Liam Ryan is injured. Will be interesting to see young Connor Foley, who's a forward normally with his club uh, from uh, Horsewood, which would be tight furlongs part of the country. Um, he's settled in a fullback. Young Owen Ryan, who's a nephew of Dara Ryan's, a terrific fullback that we had, arguably our best fullback ever. Uh, so there's a young Keen Malloy from Gorey. We've, we've seen all their potential. Corey Byrne Dunbar was brilliant in midfield. Uh, Jack O'Connor seems to be revitalised, probably because of the young fellas around him. Uh, Richie Lawler looks to be reaching his promise. And a young man from, from Ascomore has just gone from under 20. James Byrne scored three points last Last week, so I think they're being buoyed by a vibrant group of young players that want to prove to themselves that they should start and and put their hands up for Keith Rossler. Which, as a manager of any team, you'd love to see that. You'd love to see new players putting their hands up and say, "Drop me if you have to, or if you can." 
not if you have to, but if you can, and if they keep playing the way they're playing, well, then that's that's going to be that's a huge boost for the management team. What's the feeling like within the county ahead of the 2024 season, Liam? There's always great optimism and positivity that comes out of Wexford. Some people would say maybe a little bit too much at times, but is there that same optimism or is it a bit more cautious this year? I wouldn't say. I'd say there's a caution from the management, all right, and from uh, fellas like myself to being around the block so long. But look, there's always a vibrancy and an expectation amongst Wexford supporters. There's a huge crowd in Carlow for a Walsh Cup final. Uh, I, I think. Wexford just are starved of success let's be honest and I think people are behind the team and you know yourself no matter what the sport is Robbie it's like Klopp in Liverpool if the right man is at the top mm. uh, get the people it's part of getting the supporters behind the team but at the same time not putting too much pressure on them but I, I, it's a while since we had a local man as manager Keith Rosser was a classy full back he um, somewhere he he broke his ground I suppose with the under 20s when they were unlucky to lose to Kilkenny and, and beat Galway last week in last year in Leinster semi-final and were a little unlucky so yeah, yeah, there is an there is an air of anticipation always in Wexford. I I don't know how we do it. Maybe that's the way we are. Maybe we're maybe we're like that as a as a as a race of people. Yeah, no, I suppose that it is great to see it in a certain to a certain extent as well. Um, this game on Sunday, then Liam, how important is it for Wexford first of all from a performance point of view and a result point of view, and could this kind of lead to a little bit of momentum heading in towards the next rounds of the league and obviously going into championship, which is the first and foremost thing that they're looking at. Dare I say it's more important for Wexford because I think Derek knows what he has at the moment and he knows what he has to come back. But remember, the league is going to be restructured uh, for next year. and So there's a lot of pressure. So there's some teams going to lose out and go down to, to uh, the second division next year, Robbie. So I think that will be foremost in Wexford's mind. Uh, maybe not, but I suppose winning the game, the, the one three games, they want to get on a winning sequence. So I think Wexford will definitely approach the game the definitely want to win the game there's no question about that and maybe they have more at stake they certainly have more at stake in my opinion than Kilkenny do and um, obviously for Wexford you mentioned it there Keith Rossiter in charge the last manager uh, I believe was kind of Liam Dunn at the start of the 2010s that was from Wexford following on from Davy Fitzgerald and Dara Egan is there kind of an air of anticipation anticipation and optimism that there's a Wexford man back in charge of the Wexford senior hurling team and do you feel as though that was the right move following those two managers? Yeah, I think Dara Egan can feel a little bit unlucky. He probably wanted to change his backroom team. Uh, I suppose, personally, the day that Clare put 625 passes in the league last year, I think that spelt the end for him, even though we put in a, a gallant performance against Kilkenny that day to avoid dropping down. But, uh, yeah, I think it's nice that the local man... Look, the record of managers coming in from outside the county haven't been very good. Um, you know he he has a good backroom team David Franks we know lives in Kilkenny works for Michael Ling Motors great sponsor in Kilkenny uh, runs a Carlow garage uh, he's been with Bally Gunner he's plenty of experience here. Keith brought him in as under 20 level with him uh, Aina Martin who, who coincidentally lives in Kilkenny as well and hurls in Kilkenny Aina was a player in the goal and outfield and was there when John Myler was there and he was being part and parcel of the background he's a new young blood and Jason Ryan is, is a good opponent Jason is a brilliant man-manager. He's uh, brought us to an All-Ireland football uh, semi-final in 2008, but he's been over at Lynn Barntown the last couple of years in hurling. He knows the Wexford hurling club scene. He's an excellent man-manager. Uh, Damien Fitzhenry is there in the background as well. So there's, there's plenty of experience and a good mix in the background. And finally from me, Liam, uh, this game on Sunday, how do you see it going? And also targets for Wexford this year. Uh, a lot of people, uh, including Tom Dempsey, saying that maybe it's just about staying in Division 1A and trying to get out of the Leinster Championship and into the All-Ireland Series. Is that a fair assessment or can they strive for more? It's assessment from where we stand at the moment, but I think there should be more ambitious than that, to be honest. Uh, I think, you know, if some of these young fellas will come good, now it's a different... I always have said that 
decent players look very good in the winter with the slowish ball it's how they handle the fast speedy ball when it comes to the summer and remember these two teams are meeting uh, on the first Sunday in May uh, Robbie in the in the Leinster Championship of first Sunday Saturday in May in the Leinster Championship so that's not that far away I think Wexford will go all guns blazing I think it could, should be a good match to be honest it'll be uh, Derek Ling will want to won't want to lose on home turf but uh, I think it could be a cracker of a game I think Wexford are in a good place at the moment and this seems to be better prepared they look to be it looks to be a very happy camp at the moment and so many young faces there Jesus I don't know half them Robbie to be honest <laughs> brilliant stuff well, you might as the 2024 season goes on and I'll say the same to you as I said to Tom Dempsey hopefully we're chatting again ahead of an All-Ireland final or something like that and uh, can you do come out on top if that's the case but uh, Liam Spratt thanks ever so much for joining me on the show today and do enjoy the match on Sunday yeah thanks Robbie you're very welcome We're looking ahead to the opening round of Division 1A of the Allianz National Hurling League for Kilkenny this Sunday. They take on Wexford in UPMC Nolan Park at quarter to two. Adrian Ronan will be on commentary duty for KCLR and I'm delighted to be joined by Ronnie on the line now to look ahead to the game. Ronnie, brilliant to be joined by you to look ahead to the start of the league. Always an exciting time for Kilkenny supporters and former Kilkenny hurlers like yourself, I suppose. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Uh, when you have a big interest in... Uh, the hurling and the GA of course and Kilkenny hurling GA the, you look forward to the spring we can see the snowdrops and the daffodils start to, starting to bloom so that means Kilkenny hurling is starting off and the National League is obviously like for all of us as you said the hurlers on the ditch something to look forward to to see can we progress and make one step uh, go one step further than we did in uh, 2023 and of course try and win that elusive all earned that we always try and achieve uh, in 2024 what sort of a state are Kilkenny coming into 2024 do you think Ronnie are they in a good position a, a kind of bad position somewhere in between how would you assess them well sure again it depends when you look at the glass half full or half empty I'm a person that looks at the glass half full as as often as I can so you can only go on last year's performance we got to a league final beaten by Limerick we got to an All-Ireland final beaten by Limerick so if you look at our form I suppose there's a lot of counties, there's 30 odd counties would love to swap with us. So we're in a very good position. Uh, unfortunately, we've lost Richie Hogan, a super servant to Kilkenny hurling over the last 15 years. And and, and Parik Welch, of course, both super uh, hurlers. They're a serious loss to the team, the group, the panel for their experience. Uh, but sure, time waits for no one. But we do have a lot of exciting talent coming through. Uh, certainly the under 20s and there's a lot to look forward to with those under 20s I suppose they're under a certain element of pressure this year under 20 Mark Down and his group to achieve an All-Ireland and win an All-Ireland so we have a lot to look forward to and then when you see the likes of St Kieran's and CBS in another Leinster final it's brilliant uh, next weekend of course the pity is it's not being played before the uh, league match I mean what an opportunity that was for Kilkenny Hurland to get that match played I know and I understand the weather and the pictures don't allow that but to answer your question Kilkenny I think we're in a good place we have as I said a lot of exciting talent to come through we need the panel to get stronger and immediately when you think of our all earned performance and maybe of two people that didn't take part that are immediately part of the group you think of David Blanchfield who was injured on the day and Mikey Carey who was travelling so there's two straight away that we can add to the 15 that taunt in the All-Ireland Finals so I think we're in a good position if we can progress from here now and this is why the league is so important to Kilkenny Yeah it certainly is the two players you mentioned there probably go in around the half back line if not into midfield a lot of people kind of uh, supporters like myself maybe feel that Kilkenny need a forward with your expert eye what do Kilkenny need to unearth in this league campaign do you think is it more so in the forwards is it just is there any particular area that you're looking at with a keen interest ahead of the league well I suppose uh, looking in from the outside and not being in training as we all know not uh, being farm as we all know is hugely important a guy's farm last year can be completely different now and a guy's farm in this time of year can be completely different for the summer I believe there is such a thing as a summer hurler and a winter hurler and I think that ground makes an awful difference to some guys performances so again 
as a Kilkenny supporter looking in I think and I hope that we get more of a steady panel I think we need uh, certainly a good 23 or 4 that Derek Lynn can trust that he can throw in at any particular t- time and won't disrupt the, 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 the group I'm not too sure did we have that the last couple of years you know the, the panel yes most of us have picked a 12 or 13 but then the last 10 or 12 on the panel can be any uh, 10 or 12 guys and I think that's hugely important for Derek that we can have uh, a steady 23 or 4 yeah we'd all love you know different positions and more people to be uh, fighting for different places that's where the group will settle Um Personally, uh, as an ex-forward and a, and a poor goalkeeper, possibly, um, <laughs> we're lucky. We've had a very good goalkeeper and a very good sub-goalkeeper in in Owen Murphy. But I suppose when you look at the where we want to get to, now we're not running ahead of ourselves. Look, if you take Limerick out of the championship then every other county has a great chance. It's an awful pity Limerick are in the championship. It's a pity they don't go off and play somewhere else (laughs) uh, and get involved in another competition. But if Limerick weren't in the competition, then it's wide open for everyone else. And we're no different. We're we're, uh, in that group uh, that is challenging Limerick. So if we can forward think and think, well, if you're to beat Limerick, it looks like you have to get 30 scores. And we failed in the last two years in the All-Irelands to get 30 scores it's difficult to get 30 scores against against Limerick that suggests to me if you're to beat Limerick you need to be getting the three or four goals yeah two goals is fine but we're not achieving maybe the 30 point mark so I think we need goals and more goals so if I was a Kilkenny supporter looking forward to Kilkenny I just think we need to be more ruthless and try and maybe get more goals that we need to to beat, to beat this great Limerick team I think whoever's going to beat him is going to have to unearth a plan, certainly to stop him from scoring, whatever about stopping him scoring, but maybe try and look at our our own game and, and try and see, can we execute more goals and be more ruthless? So I'm looking forward to that. Can we do that? Because I think that's what's needed to beat Limerick. Now, someone will say, well, hold on, you have to play the Offaly's, the Wexford's, the Galway's. Of course we do. But we're just, I'm talking about the group that are in the challenge. And if everyone or anyone wants to beat Limerick, I think 30 scores is required. Can you get 30 scores in the modern game against Limerick the way they set up? I don't think so. Can you get two or three or four goals? I think that's where you have to plot and plan. So more goal scores for me, Robbie. If we look at Kilkenny's league campaign, Ronnie, obviously it starts, as I said, on Sunday against Wexford, but some of the fixtures are very difficult, on paper at least. Trips to Cork, Clare and Waterford, a home tie that you'd expect them to beat awfully as well. But when you look at those four games between Wexford, Cork, Waterford and Clare, is this the exact sort of opposition that Kilkenny need to face to be prepared for this year's championship? Without a doubt, Robbie. If you look back in the last year or two, our league uh, standings and where we were and the matches we played, not taken from the opposition, we were in a relatively easier league group over the years. We're now in a very competitive league uh, group this year. And I think that's a massive challenge uh, for Derek Ling. And I think that's something the group are looking forward to because they'll know by the end of the league who's caught up for it and who's out, who's able for it. Cork in in par, in Cork is a massive game. Cork are on a high, as in they need to do well. They want to do well. They'll try and be. They'll want to win the league, so they're going to be trying. So that's a massive match. Um, Clare, I mean, under Brian Lowe in five years, always, always a difficult. Even in our great times and our good times, going down to Ennis to Cusick Park is always a difficult assignment. And if you look back on the history of Kilkenny hurling in league matches, getting a win in Clare and Ennis is always difficult. So. They're massive and even loaned into Waterford down in Welsh Park, meaning Davy on a, on a, on a, on a backed into a corner, possibly not getting a tune out of uh, Waterford last year. So I think it's a great league for Kilkenny supporters, a great league for Kilkenny hurling, and a great opportunity for Derek and his team and his players to see have we got what it takes. And I think the league is more important ever. Don't worry about winning the league. I think performance, now I know we'd like to win and of course the mantra for Kilkenny is always try and win and always try and win the competition. It is the secondary competition. But I think this year it's about more finding those uh, players that'll fit into your 24 or 5 that you can trust. I mean, because it's a 20-man game for sure. So we need to find these 24 players. And if you look on the under-20s and the group that we have challenging, there's, there's a lot of good young players 
have they the X factor? We need to find that young lad with that X factor. And I think that's the big thing for Derek over the next few weeks and months to find that X factor to head into the championship. So, yeah, you're right, Robbie. It's a great opportunity for Kilkenny. A difficult league, but not one that we'll be getting upset over if we don't win. But certainly one we'll get upset over if we don't perform and we don't five, five or six of these young lads that can settle in, uh, I think, for the championship. Just to pick up on that point, Ronnie, a lot of people maybe are of the opinion that Kilkenny need to try and get a victory over Limerick in the league if they can at all possible to give that instill that belief within the panel that they can beat them come maybe an All-Ireland semi-final or final down the line. Others then maybe more so kind of what you're saying, thinking that performances are more important than results and we have to find players... Like what? Is, what should be the priority for Derek Ling here? Is it just basically make sure we're set up for championship, or is it to try and pave a way to face Limerick in the latter in a kind of a league final and to try and come out on top against them? Where would you stand? Where I stand, I, I think we just have to get over the the whole idea of Limerick in my head. Just forget about Limerick. They're going to be okay. there at the end of the at the end of the rainbow, whether it's the league final league semi-final or a championship but I think we have an awful lot of hurdles to jump before we get there we're not uh, why we on paper say we're the second best team based on Leinster championships and all Ireland appearances in the last few years it doesn't mean we're the second best team in Ireland we're in the group of maybe five or six that are challenging Limerick so I think we have to get that performance forget about Limerick forget about that conference we've played Limerick in the last two All-Ireland finals we've come through Leinster we're now going for five Leinsters in a row winning four Leinsters maybe, just maybe, is a different route the way to go. I know we don't go to lose games, of course we don't, but I don't think we can get upset or we should get upset if we don't win a Leinster final. I think maybe, just maybe, this might be the time to go a different route. Plan B, get that team, as I said, get that panels, get that structure, get that system that you want to play or systems that you want to play with, the, with a view to playing Limerick at sudden stage and maybe, just maybe, catch Limerick in an All-Ireland semi-final. We're assuming that Limerick are going to win Munster. That's not that's a big assumption as well. Uh, Clare, Cork, Tip, what would all of us say to that? But we just assume that they're going to win Leinster or win Munster. Maybe playing Limerick in an All-Ireland semi-final is a better route. It's a dangerous game to play, but I think we just forget about the Limericks with a view to playing them for sure in the long term and I suppose with you setting up that way but for me personally it's finding that 24 lads that you can trust and possibly more ruthless in front of goal and then executing and perfecting if there's such a thing as perfecting the systems we'll notice in the last 12 months 18 months before Brian Cody went that we're playing, trying to play the short game in the last few games in, in the league so far we're playing and persisting with a short game if that's the case we need to perfect it and we have six or four months to perfect it so being able to play that system and of course as we all know maybe just maybe hoping then we get a run at Limerick but we have a lot of fences to jump before we get to Limerick we certainly do and the first of them is obviously this Sunday that's what we're kind of mostly here to talk about anyway Ronnie it's Wexford at home and in the past probably during your playing days that wouldn't be a gimme or anything but it certainly would have been a game that Kilkenny would have been heavy favourites for they'll probably go in as favourites on Sunday but their record against Wexford over the last five or six years has kind of left a little bit to be desired obviously we're coming off the back of losing a Walsh Cup game to them a few weeks ago in Callan as well a game that you were at and on commentary duty for KCLR um, I suppose a twofold question how how important is it for Kilkenny to get a result on Sunday considering that three of the next four games are very tough away fixtures and also what do we need to see on Sunday is it important that we lay down a platform for the remainder of this league well to answer your first question I suppose you've, uh, you've answered it you've asked the question answered it it's hugely important to get the win considering we have to go to Cork the following week and play Cork in a huge fixture down in, 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 in uh, Parky Keeve. so or Parky Ring I'm not sure exactly where it is but uh, getting a win against Wexford is hugely important we must f- forget that like over the years Wexford are a hugely passionate and proud county and they haven't uh, been performing as well as they have had over the years but for some strange reason they bring they get the best out of their players when they see the black and amber stripes and to be fair in the last couple of years 
each time we played Wexford, you must remember, each time we played Wexford, now this is not an excuse, but it is a storyline. Each time we played Wexford the last couple of years, we didn't really have to beat them. We were true in Leinster. We were true in the league final. We were true in the fixtures that we had. So we hadn't as much to play for. They had more to play for. And you can just think of last year's competition. Like last year, they were fighting for survival to stay in uh, Leinster Championship, to stay in the Mac, you know, to stay out of the Joe McDonough. Um, so that was a massive game. So I just think in the back of the Kilkenny hurlers' minds, yes, they wanted to win, but just Wexford had more to play for down in Wexford Park, which is a cauldron as well so I wouldn't get upset over our performances against Wexford however I'd say Derek at this stage does need to beat Wexford for his own sake you can see I'd say the weekend you'll see a different Kilkenny team you'll see more of the regulars back more of the Ballyhale contingent they've had a reasonable rest um, towards other years of course I mean they've had, they haven't had a winter's hurling I can only just imagine the Ballyhale lads they're used to hurling for winter hurling so they're going to be I presume buzzing to get back I'd say you'll have a lot of the Ballyhay lads back so that's a good thing for Kilkenny straight away because Kilkenny in the National League the last few years haven't had the Ballyhay contingent so I think you'll have a stronger Bally, uh, Kilkenny team I can only gather and imagine the O'Loughlin's lads I could imagine Huey Lawler Paddy Deegan and Mikey Butler to name three don't believe in rest so straight away Paddy coming in as captain so we're going to have a stronger Kilkenny team in the National Hurling League and with that, there is only going to be two or three guys getting an opportunity over the next few weeks, I'd suspect. Other years, we were playing teams in the National League where we were maybe trying five, six or third of our team uh, or maybe two thirds of our team weren't regulars. So I think you can have a stronger Kilkenny team in the National League and I think that's hugely important for the younger lads who want to make a breakthrough to get the chance to play with the Ballyhay lads, to get a chance to play with the regulars. So I expect Kilkenny to come all guns blazing against Wexford to lay down that marker and to get off uh, on a win as we said because we have difficult away games Cork, Clare and Waterford to name the three Good stuff so you expect Kilkenny to get off with a winning start um, that's good news for Kilkenny supporters perspective uh, just finally before I let you go Ronnie because the start of the season obviously is upon us not just for Kilkenny but for all of the other counties is there any team any player any sort of storylines or headlines that you're looking out for in 2024 a lot of people maybe have their eyes on Cork will the young players come through how are Waterford going to do under Davy Fitzgerald what are you kind of interested in seeing in the coming weeks and months well, I suppose, to be fair, Munster Hurling is a cauldron, as we know. And if you go down through all the different teams, they all have different reasons and excuses. You know, we have the same narrative coming out of Cork. They're here, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. We're hearing that for the last five years. Will they, can they? I'm not too sure. Claire, five years under Brian Lowe, been so close. Tony Kelly being injured. Is that going to make a massive difference to Claire? Certainly in the short term it is. Is there another uh, Jink and Clare? I fancy Clare the last few years, but they just stumbled each time against Kilkenny. So maybe their tune is over. I'm not too sure. For me, it's Tipperary. I mean, I'm a good fan of uh, Liam Tan. I'm a great fan of Tipperary Hurling. And I think Tip need to come with a big performance. And they're going through a bit of, um, I suppose, rehabilitation with the young lads and mixing with the older lads. And I think Tip, everyone's talking about Clare and everyone's talking about Watt and everyone's talking about Cork not much chat about Tipperary they're lying low so for me I'm really interested in seeing what Tip can bring and can these young lads that Liam Cal had over the years gel into the group and can they get a performance I mean they got through last year and failed then when it mattered so I think there's a big bounce in Tipperary and for me and again we all know him very well I think there has to be a big bounce in, in Galway that's the one I'm really interested in surprised at the weekend that maybe they didn't go and try and win the, the Welsh Cup um, Wexford went with a team that was more settled they brought back Lee Chin who had made a massive difference now when we talk about Wexford and Kilkenny I was really impressed with Wexford in, in the Welsh Cup the, the, that match in Nolan Park is not a given uh, I think it's a I think Wexford now have demonstrated they've come under uh, Rossiter as a better outfit than they were last year they needed to be so to answer your question for me really interested in what Tip can bring and I think really interested in what Galway can bring because I think this is Galway's year they have to bring something they have to win Leinster for their own sake for all their uh, Galway's sake can the St Thomas's guys make a difference can these young lads now make a difference and it's Henry and Richie's second year up there um, so for me Galway and Tip are the two teams I'm really interested in Brilliant stuff Ronnie always a pleasure and enjoy the match on Sunday Good man thanks Robbie Good man
That was the Kilkenny GAA Hour. Remember, you can hear the full hour every Saturday on KCLR from 4 to 5pm. And KCLR is the only place where you can hear all of Kilkenny's games in the Allianz National Hurling League, Leinster Championship and All-Ireland Series in 2024. It gets underway this Sunday, quarter to two, when Kilkenny play host to Wexford in UPMC Nolan Park.